Hey, tervetuloa. Welcome to this episode of the International Business from Finland podcast with me, Mark Wiltshire, where I take you behind the scenes of my solo enterprise or toiminimi in Finnish, working with directors and business owners of Finnish companies, sharing the workload so that you can focus on growing your business. As you can see, still working from home, like many of you are. I hope you're keeping well. Over the past few years, I've been asked by potential customers, can you do some sales work for me to make some leads? Some of them even added the caveat, oh, and I'll pay you if we get some new orders. Hmm. Well, while I can pick up the phone, make some sales calls, what if the potential customers are not yet ready to engage? So this week, I'm going to be talking about simple B2B marketing activity a company can do to support this kind of sales work. The ideas here are a combination of some recent experiences that I've had. The International Business from Finland podcast with Mark Wiltshire. Talking international sales, entrepreneurship and making connections between Finnish companies, entrepreneurs and workers migrating to Finland. So some of you uh, may know that I've worked now for many years as a, an official reseller of Happy or Not in the UK. And I recently wrote a blog called The Inside Sales Know-How to Convert Your International Leads from a Distance. But that was really about inbound sales. I receive the leads that come through the Happy or Not website and follow up to convert them. And this episode's about something a bit different. It's about prospecting about reaching out and trying to develop those customer relationships and I've had several um, experiences of doing this kind of work that's been quite frustrating. Um, nowadays people don't want to be sold to. Um, my experience from this has been in mostly the UK, um, some of it in the USA um, and people are really resistant to being, certainly to being phoned. Nobody wants to be phoned and and have a conversation where someone's trying to pitch to them straight away. Using the telephone for selling is part of the process, but it can't be the first thing. It's really difficult to get through those uh, those barriers. And I've spoken to certain lead generation companies in the UK, and they've just said, you know, the market there is saturated and people just aren't responsive to just being phoned. We've been hearing about social selling for many years now, keeping people interested and aware of what your company is doing or what your what your product development is uh, is going on so that when they're ready to make a purchase, they actually approach you. Many companies do this with their B to C, business to customer marketing. But not so many of them think about it when it comes to B2B, business to business selling. If you have a product that is going to be used by the company themselves, or even if you're selling consumer product, but you're selling it to a professional buyer in a, in a retailer or even to a, a potential distributor, how do you keep them interested until they're actually ready to make that purchase? And this takes long term thinking. 
you can't decide to do this content marketing now and think that it's going to work in a month. It might take a year. Okay, a year seems a long time. But if you don't start that now, then that year is always going to be a long, long way in the future. What I thought I would do is just share a few experiences that I've had in the last few years um, doing this kind of sales prospecting work combination of customers everything anonymous but it should give you a few a few ideas so the question that i mentioned in the introduction can you make some sales calls for me yeah sure i can make those sales calls but what else is a company prepared to do to help keep these potential customers interested until they are ready to buy i had that conversation with a customer half a year ago and they came back and said okay we want to work together which is fantastic and it's it's led to a really intriguing period of work for me uh, because we've gone quite deep and and this is something that's that's important so often companies approach and want this work to be done as quickly as possible and to generate results as quickly as possible this particular customer has already has a longer term uh, perspective which is uh, which is great so the start of it is we we looked at the entire sales process including how their CRM is set up to process prospects through their through their sales pipeline and um, once we had that straight then we started looking at the basic sales process and putting together email texts LinkedIn connection request texts, uh, even a brief introduction script for cold calling so that everything is is there. None of these things can be, you can't just have a script and read the script and get sales, but having a few lines where you you know what you're going to say to start the conversation um, and, and so that you get the, the message across, the, the, the point that you're trying to communicate consistently. Um, and then hopefully you've engaged them in a conversation and then you have to use your personality to uh, to keep the conversation going. Having this consistent messaging can also come in really handy when you're contacting many different people all at the same time. So a, a kind of prospecting campaign with a different customer. Um, I've been doing some some sales work Um working through a list of, of people that we researched as part of a market research. 90 contacts um, at 27 different companies. And so I've been using LinkedIn, sending a connection request, um, direct email from my company email account, and building a, a kind of a, a database uh, in their CRM. Now, at each point I send something, I'm also updating the CRM. So having texts that can be copied and pasted and and re you know and edited a little and then reused it's really uh it's time consuming it it's time saving in during a phase of work that is quite time consuming and and a bit repetitive and you know it's not the most interesting but it's really really important to contact people and get the message through to them and this is kind of the point of this this podcast is what comes after that like after you make the first contact, if you if you connect with someone, how do you keep them interested? And in a way, you know, I'm I'm talking here about you know connecting on LinkedIn, but it could be anything. If you connected with somebody and exchanged a quick email, how do you then 
keep them aware of what your uh, what your company is trying to communicate? How do you keep them interested if they're not ready to to buy or to engage now? How do you then keep them interested so that in six months or twelve months time they are ready? So got here an outline of a a simple monthly plan. You'll find it in the show notes for this episode. So if you go to markwiltshire.com and look at the menu for podcast show notes, you'll find the um, uh, the list there. It's really simple, but it it starts with a monthly blog. So the idea here is to use one piece of content and repurpose it, reuse it so that you're not creating lots and lots of different things all the time, because that can be quite stressful, especially in small company. So thinking of the idea of having a monthly blog that gets published on the company's own website or or blog. This then can be shared on the company's LinkedIn page. From the company's LinkedIn page, employees can then share it to their personal profiles where they may be connected with um, potential customers um, and those customers get to see the article and the the connection back to the company's LinkedIn page. It can then also be repurposed as a LinkedIn publisher article within within LinkedIn. It's kind of like blogging within the LinkedIn ecosystem. And that could come from the managing director or the sales manager and then share that in groups. So if you belong to industry groups, there's every chance that your potential customers are in those groups. So you share it there. You're positioning the managing director as a potential influencer within that industry, as well as raising the profile of the company. Then follow up a week or two after the, the original blog post with a follow up LinkedIn uh, post, again, linking back to that, to that article, maybe with a different image or something like that. And finally, an email campaign. So if you're building up um, a database of emails, you can then share the blog post through your email marketing campaign software, whichever whichever one you use. So you can see that there are many different ways to repurpose this original piece of content. As an example, it's kind of what I'm doing now with this, with this podcast. I've written uh, a blog post. It serves as the show notes for this. It also allowed me to kind of organize my thoughts um, before speaking to you. Then I've recorded the podcast at the same time. I'm also recording the video. So you've got the same audio in the video. Uh, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can also see my face. I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. With my different customers, um, I work on helping them plan the work that they might put together, plan a, a schedule uh, for the content. Um, write the articles or proofread the articles they've written so that it's in native English as a an international business language. Then I offer some coaching on the implementation of the sales and marketing work. It seems like all these years of making podcasts for fun and writing blogs while I explore and discover about living in Finland is starting to have a practical benefit for my customers and also for my business. Which is uh, which is great. If you think that you need help, feel free to contact me through the website markwiltshire.com, um, through this blog post, or even through the various social media channels: Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whichever one suits you the best. <music> 
as usual on podcasts, I'm going to ask you to rate and review this show, but I'm going to make it easier for you. Head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Wiltshire. You can leave a review as well as rating this podcast. Let me know what you think about it. These reviews, these ratings really help me find new customers. And that's the sole purpose of this website called Rate This Podcast. What else would you expect? Um, Also, if you found this podcast useful, interesting, thought-provoking, whatever, um, feel free to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Wiltshire. I know I'm British. I'm supposed to drink tea, but I've been in Finland so long I've gone native. So what better way to show your appreciation than throwing a few cups my way? I mean, don't throw cups obviously but you get the principle i just wanted to give a shout out to villa who did buy me a coffee and i really appreciate it so thanks thanks a lot villa for uh, for your support and uh, and your appreciation i i felt the love um if you want to contact me directly also can use mark.wiltshire.tmi at gmail.com your email comes directly to me and you can find more articles or to read or episodes to listen to on that same website markwiltshire.com thanks as always to mark from dodo bones for the theme music you'll find a link to the dodo bones band in the show notes and that's it for now until the next episode goodbye